Are you ready to start being visible? Well, you have come to the right place. Welcome to the Start Being Visible podcast. My name is Mildred Talabi. I've spent most of my working life mastering the art of personal branding in my career as a former journalist and communications professional and in my business, which has taken on various forms over the years. I now spend my time championing and coaching women to increase their influence, income and impact through being visible on platforms like LinkedIn and beyond. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you my insights into the journey to be invisible, as well as bringing you amazing, candid conversations with female leaders who have chosen to step out of the shadows and into the limelight in their work lives. Now, I want you to hit the subscribe button and get ready to start your own journey to be invisible with today's episode. Welcome to today's solo episode of the Start Being Invisible podcast. As it is a solo episode, it's going to be you and me in today's session. And I'm so excited to talk to you today. And we are going to be discussing the topic of how to become an employee influencer. Now, the reason we're talking about this this week is because if you haven't heard the episode last week where I did a client spotlight segment with um, one of my LinkedIn coaching clients, Andrea Pula. We spoke about how she was building her brand on LinkedIn and how she was leveraging that brand for the purpose of the organization she's working for. Now, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that it is absolutely possible to be an employee and to leverage that brand to become, I'm using the term influencer, right? But I'm not, I don't want you to think of what I used to think of when I thought of the word influencer. I don't want you to think of these Instagram type people who just basically post pictures and selfies about their lives and about their lives and get like a million and one viral hit on there and they're not sharing any substance. So that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about um, an employee influencer and I'm going to define the term in a minute, but I'm talking about somebody who is able to navigate the world of being an employee and also building a personal brand at the same time, which not only benefits you as an individual, but it also benefits your organization. Now that is definitely something to aspire to. And in today's session, we are gonna talk about it, right? We're gonna talk about how you can do that. And then for the HR directors, for the managers, for the employers that are listening on this podcast, I'm gonna share some tips with you about how you can encourage your employees to want to become employee influencers, which is for your benefit as well as theirs. Okay, so if you're ready, let us go into it. Now, let's start with a definition. What exactly is an employee influencer? Now, this is in my definition, my term, this is a, a, a term that I use that it's not widely used. And, and I'll talk about how it differs from an employee advocate in a minute, which is what is more commonly used in the terms of employees using social media within their organization. So for me, an employee influencer is somebody who intentionally builds their personal brand outside of their day job and leverages this brand to influence and increase the impact of their work in their employment. So in other words, there are three things that are key in that definition of what an employee influencer is. 
Those three things are number one, an employee influence is somebody who is intentional. Now, if you want to become an employee influencer, you must become intentional about building your personal brand. You can't leave this to Charles. You can't leave it to accident because you can't build a personal brand by accident. The truth is we all have some form of personal brand, you know? So in terms of essentially, we're going to look at a definition of what your personal brand is, is the means by which people remember you. So what do people think of when they think of you? That in essence is your personal brand. Now you can either leave that to Charles and let people think whatever they want, or you can actively get involved in constructing that personal brand by designing it around what you stand for, your skills, your expertise, who you are, and being very deliberate and intentional about building that personal brand on a platform like LinkedIn and beyond. Now, this is what an employee influencer does. An employee influencer is somebody who is intentional about building their personal brand. And so it is a goal that they actively pursue. So if you're going to become an employee influencer, you have to actively pursue the goal of building your personal brand outside of your day job. Okay, the the second um, the second element of that definition of employee influencer is that the employee influencer is externally focused. Now, this doesn't mean that this is not the same as when somebody's in a job and their heart is not in the job, you know, and they're only there because they're collecting the money to pay their bills or whatever it is. Right? I'm not saying you should be like this because that's not ideal, right? We spend way too much time at work to just be in a job that we don't love. You know, honestly, you can't be in a job that's sucking the life out of you. If that's you, you need to quit now. <laughs> okay, okay. Before you quit, you need to find the job that you love that's not sucking yourself. Then quit. Because if you have financial commitments, I don't want you to come back and say, no, you tell me to quit my job. Okay? So it's really important that the employee influencer is externally focused in the sense that they love their job. Yes, they do. But they also recognize that the vision that or the cause that they're championing is greater than their day job, you know, so and it relates to the wider world at large. So the employee influence is not thinking about just their role in that particular organization. They're thinking about how their role plays into the bigger picture. So, for example, if you are an employee influencer and you work in marketing, for example, you might be doing marketing specifically for your organization, but you're also thinking on a wider purposes, how the role of how marketing in terms of how it influences society. And maybe you have some thoughts and you have some opinions on that. And those are the kind of things that you can share as part of your personal brand. So the employee influencer is intentional about building their personal brand. They are externally focused in terms of their vision. And then lastly, the employee influencer, someone who is able to leverage that brand. This is where the value comes in, both for you as the influencer and for the organization that you're involved with, because the influencer is able to leverage their personal brand to produce direct business results for the organization that they work for. Now, if you don't know this, if you haven't heard the statistics, it is very commonly known that the, a personal brand and, and I don't know what the, the origin of it is in terms of the very first place that the statistics came out. So please, um, you can Google it, <laughs> you know. But a personal brand is up to 10 times 
more impactful than a corporate brand. You know, in terms of a personal brand, people relate to a personal brand 10 times as much as they do to a corporate brand. What this means in plain English is that one, as an employee, you have the power, you have the ability to use your personal brand and leverage it to actually gain the visibility for your organization. And you can do this far better than the boring, I'm sorry to all the comms team out there. I'm a former communications person. I'm not even former. That's why that's my training. That's my background, right? But all those boring pages run by communication people where it's just company stuff, jargon that you're putting out that nobody's interested in and you're just putting it out there. That's not that's not serving your company brand, at least nowhere near as powerfully as an employee influencer's personal brand can. So an employee influencer is able to leverage their personal brand for the benefit of the organization that they're working for. So now, how does this differ? I said at the beginning that this is slightly different um, from the term employee advocate, which you may be more familiar with, which you may have heard before. So an employee influence that is different from employee advocate because the employee advocate serves primarily to promote and support their company brand and employee influencer seeks to contribute to the wider topic that their role represents rather than just the job itself. So employee influencer basically is not, as I said, it's, it's, it's to do with the focus, it's to do with the vision, it's to do with how wide that focus, that vision is. Employee advocates are there to just promote their brand. So it in 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 their company brand so that might result in some of the same boring downfalls that corporate pages do you know and because the employee is just advocating the company but the employee influencer has built a brand around their area of expertise and they're sharing things that's beyond just their current role and their current organization and that in turn brings attention to the company at large so you can absolutely become an employee influencer. And I believe that this is going to continue to be on the rise in terms of more employees are going to wake up to the power of their personal brand. And they're going to use this to create more influence, more income and more impact in their jobs and beyond. And I don't want you to miss out on this wave. I want you to be one of them. If you are in a job right now, I want you to know that you are more than your job title. You know, your personal brand is beyond your job title. So don't limit it to your job title and your current organization. Seek to become an employee influencer so you can build a brand that actually becomes an asset to whichever organization that you join. Okay, so how do you do this? How do you get in on the act as an employee? How do you become an employee influencer? Well, I've got three tips for you to help you with this. And then I'm going to share some tips for organizations in terms of how to encourage your employees to become employee influencers. Okay, so as an individual, you're listening to this, you say, Mildred, okay, that sounds great. So how do I become an employee influencer? I don't think I'm one already, but I would love to be. I'd love to start being visible. I'd love to become an employee influencer. All right, tip number one, you have got to own your personal brand. Now, I'll, what that means is that you've got to recognize that your personal brand belongs to you and not to your employer. You know, you've got to treasure it like the virtual real estate that it is and invest time, knowledge and energy to build and grow your personal brand. Your personal brand, I'm going to repeat this again for those at the back, I'm going to repeat it. Your personal brand belongs to you, not your employer. 
You know, so you have to own it, own your personal brand, make it your responsibility to build that personal brand, to create it into an asset that you can now use to benefit whichever employer you decide to work for. And then it becomes your decision because what happens when you build a powerful personal brand on a platform like LinkedIn and beyond is that you now have negotiating power. You now have leverage. You now have a unique selling point which will make you stand out in the job market if you're looking for a job, which will make you stand out in your organization if you're looking for your next promotion. Or, you know, if you're just doing your job, when you have a personal brand that is visible outside of your current organization in that context, it makes you stand out where you are. So absolutely own your personal brand and put the work in, put in the work that's required to grow this and build this into a real asset. So that's number one tip on becoming an employee influencer. Tip number two is embrace your authentic voice. Now, I don't just mean how your voice sounds, you know, literally on a literal level. Here's a funny thing. I'll tell you that. Um, so my background is um journalism, and and I I, I did print journalism. I have a, a degree diploma in newspaper journalism, postgraduate. So. At one point, I considered doing radio. You know, I've always loved writing, so I always knew it was going to be print for me anyway, and I went into print journalism. But I kind of liked the idea of radio, and I tried it, um, and long ago, this is going back many, 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 many years ago, right? And I tried radio journalism, radio broadcast for a bit, and I loved everything about the process except the sound of my voice. <laughs> when I played it back afterwards and I did all the recording, I played it back, I was cringe. I'm like, I cannot listen to this thing. And I'm like, if I can't listen to myself, I can expect other people to listen to me. You know, so that put an end to that radio career. But fast forward, more than a decade later, I can tell you that I've got over all my nonsense. <laughs> yeah, and I love my voice. I love the sound of my own voice. But that's a diversion because that's not the kind of voice I'm talking about anyway, not your literal voice. I am talking about your authentic voice, the voice that you put out there, the way you write, the things that you say, how you think. The best influencers, the best employee influencers have their own voice. Now, you don't want to be a corporate robot where you're just repeating things from the organization that's been you know, passed down by the comms team that everyone has to be on this message and you're just roboting away, repeating the same thing as everybody. That is not a voice. That is not an authentic voice. Uh, Employee influencers embrace their authentic voice. I want you to lean in to your own voice. You know, find your voice, use your voice. What is your tone? How do you view the world? What is your opinion about things? You know, how do you come across? Are you inspirational? Are you motivational? Are you entertaining? What is your voice? Find that voice, lean into that voice. This is what will make you stand out and build an audience of your own to influence on a platform like LinkedIn and beyond. Okay, the last one in terms of tip to becoming an employee influencer is you have got to show up and show up consistently. Now, I believe that consistency is one of the most underrated skills character attribute, personality trait, whatever you might call it, I believe is one of the most underrated underrated attributes of our time because sometimes just sticking by something, just doing something and doing it long enough to see the result is going to have you come out on top above other people who started and stopped that went on to something else. Being consistent. 
So if you want to be an employee influencer, if you want to build your personal brand and leverage that brand, not just for your own benefit, but that of your organization, you have got to show up consistently on LinkedIn, on social media. Now, because influencing is not a one and done affair. You don't just turn up one time and put out one post and influence people. You don't just turn up and do one video and influence people. It's a continuous thing. It's showing up consistently. You know, like me doing this podcast, if you just tuned in once, if this is your first time hearing me, you might like it or love it, whatever, right? But it's going to take more than just one episode for you to really like this brand. That is the Mildred Spout Reinvisible brand, unless you already know me from LinkedIn or somewhere, right? You know, so... It, it influencing people is not a one and done affair. It's a consistent thing. If you want to become an employee influencer, you have got to commit to the process. You've got to carve out the time to show up consistently on social media, especially LinkedIn with your own original content, original content. So we're not trying to hear the voice of your company. Even if you are passing on company messages, you have got to do it through your voice in your way. You know, and that's how you build an authentic brand. Okay, so the three things that you want to do as an employee influencer, the three tips to becoming an employee influencer. Number one is you've got to own your personal brand. Number two is you've got to embrace your authentic voice. And then number three, you've got to show up and show up consistently. Now, on the other side of the coin, if you're listening and you're in an organization and you want to develop employee influencers from within, you know, so first of all, reach out to me, get in touch. I can help you do this. I can help you do this on an individual level. As an individual, I can help you build your personal brand on LinkedIn and become an employee influencer, find your voice, all of that good stuff. But as an organization, I can absolutely train your team, your staff, and on how to make this happen. I do have a background in um, international internal communications as well, master's level qualification. So I know a little bit about the comms stuff. So that's why I come at the comms team because this is my people. This is where I came from, right? But if as an organization, you want to encourage more of your employees to become influencers, here are three three of my top tips on how to go about doing this. Number one, and this is really important because organs decision all culture starts from the top down right so the first thing that you've got to do if you want to encourage more employee influences is you've got to model it in your senior leadership team you have absolutely got to model it so it's not enough to just encourage staff to be visible on platforms at linkedin you know you have got to model it by getting your senior leaders involved in leading the way so they too have to be visible they too have to show up and show up consistently. They too have to put out posts in their original voice because as they model it, the rest of the staff team and employees at, at more junior levels, et cetera, will feel that it's okay to do so because senior leadership are on board. So it is not enough, you know, so this is much better. If the, if the senior leadership are on board, this is a much better signal, provides a much better green light signal to the rest of the employees that it's absolutely okay to go ahead and become visible and become an employee influencer. This, your senior leadership getting in on the app is going to be far more than your latest colorful communication brochure that you're going to send to all staff, encouraging them to use their voice on LinkedIn. You know, so employees, they need the permission and the easiest way to give them permission, one, to verbally say it, but also 
to model it through your senior leadership team. So that's tip number one. All right. Tip number two in encouraging employees to become influencers is to deregulate the corporate brand from the comms team. Now, I am not trying to, I'm not trying to lose you your job if you're a comms person listening to this. I'm not trying to get comms teams by it, right? Comms teams have an excellent role to play and they can be pretty brilliant, right? But if you want to encourage more, if you want to encourage more employee influencers, you have got to, got to, got to, got to take it beyond being, basically, you've got to take communications and spreading the brand message and raising the profile of the brand, it has to come out of the hand of the comms people and be an overall employee responsibility. It needs to be seen as something for the whole organization to do rather than just the comms activity. Because if it just remains the comms activity, then people are not going to get involved because it's just the case of, oh yeah, the comms team does our LinkedIn, the comms team to do our post and all of that, and all the rest of the employees won't bother because the comms team are handling it. So if you want employee influencers, it's really important that the whole organization must buy into it in order for it to work. Your employee influencers can lead the way in this process as long as you give them permission to do so, you know, verbally and also from senior leadership and you let them out there, then they can lead the way in helping the other, the rest, everybody else get on board and just deregulating it from just being a comms activity alone. Okay, so the last one, the last tip is this. If you want to encourage more employee influences in your organization, you need to openly recognize and celebrate the influences that you already have. You know, so you get more of the behavior that you celebrate. So if more employee influences what you want, then you have got to openly celebrate those team members who are already active on platforms like LinkedIn. Don't be telling them off, you know, don't be disciplining them. Don't be pulling them into HR's office to have a quiet word about their last LinkedIn post. Encourage them to build their personal brands. Encourage them to become employee influencers. Because when you value your existing employee influencers and you celebrate them, it will be easier to create more of them. So... That's the three things that the three top tips for you as an organization to encourage more employee influences. Number one, model it in your senior re- leadership team. Let them go first and lead the way. Number two, deregulate the corporate brand from the comms team. Let it be a company-wide activity, not just something that the comms team do. And then lastly, openly recognize and celebrate the existing employee influences that you have within the organization and often you don't need to look hard to find them because they'll be the ones posting <laughs> they'll be the ones active on places like linkedin so find them connect with them celebrate them and create more of them because i really believe that moving forward we are going to see the rise and rise and rise of employee influences these are employees who are really switching on to the fact that their personal brand can create a currency that they can leverage, if not in your organization because you're not valuing them, somebody else is going to value them because of that personal brand. So whether you're ready for it as a workplace or not, and I I suggest that you get ready because it's the companies that recognize the need to free their employees to become employee influencers. They're the ones who will benefit from the associated increase in brand recognition and trust that comes from it. So you must free your employees 
Don't shackle them. Don't send mixed messages either. Don't tell them it's okay. And then then HR are watching over them like a hawk and telling them up every other minute because that's not going to work. Letting them be free. Yes, you can provide policies and you can put guidelines in place and all of that kind of thing to just so that there are some boundaries. But have boundaries, but let there be freedom within the boundaries. Because if you refuse to get on board, the companies that refuse to get on board will lose their influential employees because they're going to go to more forward-thinking competitors. So I don't want you to miss out as an, as an employer. And also as an employee, I don't want you to miss out by being on the side and just watching this happen. I want you to actively get involved and actively seek to become an employee influencer. As I said, I've shared the tips on how you can go about doing this, but ultimately it's about making the decision today to start being visible. You know, there's no more hiding. Now, I know there are a lot of barriers that are often in place, especially for women, and this podcast is aimed primarily at women. You know, I'm here to help my ladies to step out of the shadows and into the limelight in your work life, right? Because so many of us battle with all these obstacles that get in the way. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of showing up too much. We're afraid of being seen as boastful. We're afraid of being seen, just period. There's so many things, right? I think I'm going to do another episode of the common obstacles that get in the way of women being visible on LinkedIn. But whatever those obstacles are, I want you to, if they're the place to overcome them, how to overcome them, it starts with a decision. So listening to this right now, I want you to make that decision today. I want you to say, Mildred, I'm going to step into my role as an employee influencer. I want to make this happen because I don't want to enter into the new year. By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this live, we're all about to step in a few weeks into the new year. And, you know, so I want you to say, Mildred, I want to enter the new year with a new focus on becoming an employee influencer. Because that is how you're going to take your career to the levels that you've been secretly desiring for. You know, it's not about working harder and keeping your head down some more, you know, and hoping that your work will speak for itself and that you'd be recognized. It's about really stepping up and starting that process of becoming visible externally on a platform like LinkedIn and translating that into being visible internally in your organization. So... If you need help with this, I want you to go to startbeinvisible.com forward slash coaching and I want you to fill out my coaching application form there because that's just to tell me a little bit more about you and then if it's if it's a good fit on paper, we'll get onto a phone call and then we'll see where we go from there in terms of what's the best next step for you to get started on this journey. So if you are interested in doing that, go to startbeinvisible.com forward slash coaching. Now, if you're listening to this and you're from an organization and you're thinking, okay, Mildred, I want you to come in and I want you to do some training for my team on how to develop employee influencers there, go to startbeinvisible.com and head to the contact bit. Uh, or you can also go to my website, actually, mildredtalabi.com and contact me through there. It'll tell you more about what I do, where I speak, all of that kind of stuff. And of course, you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Just search for Milja Talabi, there's only one me, and you can search for me and send me a message through there. But all right, we are at the end of this session. So thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode has been useful to you, I want you to let me know. You can drop me a message um, via any of the methods I just mentioned. You can rate and review this podcast on wherever you're listening to it right now. I would absolutely appreciate that. 
And please, if you do like this podcast, I want you to spread the word. Tell somebody, tell at least one person about this episode. And of course, hit the download, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next episode. We are here. I am here every Wednesday. And I hope you'll be here with me next Wednesday for the next episode of Start Being Visible. Take care for now. You've been listening to the Start Being Visible podcast with me, Mildred Talavi. If you're a female leader or a woman in business and you're ready to start your own journey to being visible on LinkedIn and beyond, get in touch with me via LinkedIn or reach out to me through my website at startbeingvisible.com. Now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your way out and I'll see you next week for another five episodes.